Boys lads. Boys lads. Boys lads. Boys lads. How are we? Good to see ya. It's been... It, it feels weird. We're doing this, like, after the final calendar round. How, how are you guys feeling? Good to see you. Feels like it's been ages, to be honest. Glad to be back. It does feel like a long time. It is good. Yes, yes. Uh, what do we have on the agenda, boys? You uh, already I, mentioned one thing. Yeah, I think it's only fair we start with that. Like the the the, the calendar, right? It, it's yes. we we've had our six rounds in Racing Haven. Like race six. What? I I have many things to say. I have many things. Um, but what was your guys' take on it? Well, Mr. Green did a thing. He did a cookering, and he just <laughs> drove away. I guess is he? He's first in the standings right now, right? Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. He because yeah. Mars didn't race in round six, so he's yeah. leapfrogged. He's he's top of the table. Uh, like two points accounting for drops. Are we? Is it's accounting for drops as well, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Mars finished one race. He finished race three, third. Fourth, and that's why that's why he's so much behind because Green always finished top three or top four, right? Pretty so much. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he got fastest lap in this race, and I think in race three Justin got it. It's maybe the the point difference mm. a little bit, and Breezy got the fastest lap in round five, I want to say, right? So, so I've just yeah, opened up the spreadsheet. Uh, green has third, third, second, 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 first, and one fastest lap. Also, oh, he didn't finish fourth. Yeah, that I, no. I guess that's it, right? Because Mars finished fourth once. Wait, um, I actually have to put up the sheet yeah. as well. Yeah, Mars, I think it Mars, was a... Mars went first, first, third, 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 zero, and one fastest lap. Fair enough. So it's close. Yeah, but what a what a performance from from all of those guys and and the mentioned uh, uh, star of the last race, Breezy, uh, who missed the checkpoint and <laughs> well, like, yeah, I, I feel like I feel like we need to just like touch upon that for a second because the dude looked up until that point he looked untouchable. He looked like he was on a mission. Yeah, again, but it's like a it's like a domino effect. The minute you miss one checkpoint, if you can't pick yourself back up, if you can't sort of get a, a rain on it, because if I was in Breezy's position, I'd be mad. I'd be mad as all hell. Um, but you gotta almost put that in a box, deal with it afterwards. And I feel like the mold got the better of him on that one. Yeah, and I think he uh, he hit the tree after uh, as well, right? The one that's. That was supposed to be unhittable, really, and was covered, but I guess you still could. Well, yeah, well, you, you're still a solid object, so you have yeah. you have the barrier round it on the downhill corner. I mm -hmm. think there's a couple props to try and smooth it, but yeah. even so, like it, it's still a solid object. The only way to make it unhittable is to make it disappear entirely. It's, it's unfortunately a really awkward place in the track, but I think it's also a bit of a skill check. Like you don't take it too aggressively as a result. I think it's the same effect as having a gravel trap, basically. Yeah, actually the balance was was pretty good with the cars as well this time. Yeah. Uh, Aston again, Martin in the latter half, though, really like took a bit of a resurgence. Like, yeah. for the Astons, everyone was calling the Mercedes the Metacar. I 
disagree if there's any car to be looking for meta. I think that the tides kind of shifted over that second half of the season. Yeah, it just has insane high-speed handling. And, I mean, it's very good in slipstream as well. You could see them struggle in round five in the tunnel as well. But it felt like it, it, it just gained a lot of time in slipstream compared to especially the Merc. Which was kind of difficult to drive, to be honest. In the downhill, it was difficult to drive. And, I mean, the uphill, the torque saved it. But, I mean, you can't really... Yeah, the car is just hard. Let's be, just be honest. First sector seemed very difficult in it as well. I actually haven't tried all the cars this time. Uh, but, yeah. Merck, I guess, uh, overrated a little bit. Hmm. Did you um, how did you drive this round, Warner? How, how was it? Yeah, I did drive this round. I was in D1 Heat 2. Um... It was a bit of a weird race. Um, the Why? first, well, it it it, it was just kind of weird in D one heat two because you had Matt Clem who was down there, who didn't he bottled qualifying, but he shouldn't have been in D two. Um, no heat two, two, sorry. Yeah, yeah he, he shouldn't have been in heat two, and he just sort of just drove away. I couldn't catch him. He was doing, I think it was six tenths of a lap faster than me. Damn. I mean, and well. I, I couldn't catch him and then I just sort of drove away from the pack because the pack were all fighting and that made them lose a lot of time around this track Yeah, it was very difficult to overtake you had very a couple difficult. of overtaking sections but yeah I agree like on the whole it's a very it was a very high over average speed track what's it the um, main straight right like you, you had the main straights where you could get some slip into turn one, and if you're feeling a little brave, you could get a turn seven overtaken because it was a like a downhill hairpin right-hander. So you kind of can throw it onto the brakes, and if you can claim the inside, you pretty much got to move there. But yeah. yeah, it's fairly high speed track, and more often than not, You'd set yourself up for an overtake, but you've got two, three, four corners that kind of link together, so you couldn't really lock in a move anywhere aside from those two spots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. to be honest, and and also I'm gonna mention that before I forget, there is only one RC clip submitted for D1 and one RC clip submitted for D2. There are a couple for D3, uh, mostly involving Alpha, who's pretty unlucky this time. Alpha from TBZ. But to be honest, pretty cl clean race this time, if mm. I do say so myself. Yep. Even though, even with those walls on the inside. Yeah. Like. I, yeah. I, I I was looking at it as well. Pretty clean going, and I guess massive props before we continue at all to like all the drivers. Like the calendar season's wrapped up. We've, we've got finale coming, but the main calendar's wrapped up and like everyone sort of drove their hearts out d1 d2 d3 like honestly you drove you drove hard give yourself a pat on the back if, you, if you're one of the drivers listening to this right now or on our other platforms so like you're watch, you're listening to this on spotify and post you catch it on youtube wherever give yourself a pat on the back honestly yeah, yeah. thank you guys for it's a tough participating comp. yeah it, it's a difficult thing to actually make it through However many months this was got this has been going on since April. This is a if, yeah, if, you, since if April. you did yeah if you'd done all Almost the races months. or like at least like four or five five of them, 
give yourself a pat on the back. I I cannot actually do that. I will not give myself a pat on the back. But yeah, you can you can be proud of yourselves. And yeah, the finale. We got the off, got the off oh, yeah, season as well. Oh yeah, it's coming. We're it actually cooking. yes. So I think we talked about the off season. We can talk a bit more. But first, maybe the finale, a little bit. Oh uh, yeah. The car is not revealed yet. The track is not revealed yet. But it is going to be in like one or two days. Um, actually, everything is tested and it seems like it's just ready to go. Uh, I think people might be surprised by the choice of car, to be honest. it's. Uh, I know the finale cool. never disappoints. It's really I, cool. I, I, if, if there's anything we've learned, it's that like with this kind of series, the finale never disappoints. Oh, yeah. like, the, that kind of competition, like everything put to equals, it, it's going to be great. I, I'm, I'm super excited. I can't wait um, for it to commentate on it and get all the lock-ins for like all, all the design for everything. It's going to be sick. We're really pulling out all the stops. So yeah, so it's going to be great fun. What does Breezy have to do to win it all? Is the so question. he needs... Because he was talking about this the other day, and it's the worst situation that he could have been put in mm -hmm. to go into the finale. He needs to win. Yeah. And he needs Mars and Green to both come third or below. So he needs somebody oh. like Jolino, Yunos, Matt Clem, someone to get up into that second Randler spot. Sweep. And he needs to win. Or Randler. Okay. Randler so sweep. Calling it now. <laughs> yeah, so that's actually interesting, because they both need to mess up. That's yeah. uh, that's a pretty pretty big thing. Mm. It's like statistically, it's not impossible, but yeah, Warner's right. Like there has to be at least a position between Breezy's win for him to sort of retake his spot. So, is what ten points behind Breezy is from yeah. top spot? You said. Yeah. Uh, yes. Who can, who, uh, Twelve from the top spot, ten from uh, green, which makes me think. So he needs fastest lap, first place, and yes. Um, at does least, he need fastest lap? Um, well, he does. I think yeah. that anything helps at that situation. Um, yeah. I'm not sure if fastest lap is needed if it makes a difference, but okay. Still. Who do you think can challenge for uh, second place? We have Randler. We have. Yunos. Uh, Jelena has been up there, but if I'm being like 100% honest, I feel like those are the two people that can actually challenge for second place. Mm. Like I can see a very nice fight for fifth and sixth uh, between Yunos, uh, Julinho, Hezu, uh, Randler. Unless the Randler and and Yunos step up and get P two, and then Matt Clem Skitty has been doing pretty well as well. Zabri Temer, yeah. Win yeah Windows has a been a couple of good results. A sixth yeah, fifth. yeah, actually. Yeah. So I can see that happening. But for Breezy to actually win the championship, I feel like a miracle has a miracle has to happen. But mm. I mean, it's a difficult track that's coming up that you guys will see. Anything, I mean. Just yeah. gotta have hope, you know. Just gotta <laughs> drive your best. Like even yeah. if he comes, even if he comes first and he doesn't get the championship, it's still, it's still a, a, a very interesting thing to talk about. Uh, and I mean, I would be proud if I was him, anyway. Mm. So we'll see what like, happens. 
I know that I know Breezy to be quite hard on himself. Like I know he was he was damn hard on himself after the what happened in round six. But oh yeah, let's put it in perspective for a second. Dude got third place out of all the top drivers at the moment. Mm -hmm. That is not an insignificant feat. I know he sets his bar very high, but you've got to put into perspective that is a podium. That is literally like cream of the crop, best of the best. You're up there. Right. He placeboed himself into it, by the way. Do you so? know, guys? Do you know about that? Um, I mean, it might not be placebo, okay? Because there has been voices about that before. But what I'm getting at is um, he had the Series X controller. And as we know, competitive people don't really like that controller because it has short triggers and very light, um, very light, what do you say, uh, joysticks or whatever. Um, yep. So then he figured well yep <laughs> so then he figured well i'm gonna get a an elite he wanted to get a, a xbox one controller but he f he ended up getting an elite and he was like wow i'm instantly so much quicker it's so much smoother it's so much nicer it's so amazing and now he's in his peak fh5 and he's battling with the best of the best for top spots so i mean uh placebo or not respect to that guy I guess it's an interesting converse, like, does better controller make more better? I Worse controller definitely makes more worse. I used to race yeah. on a on an aftermarket one, and holy was it bad. Mm. So uh, bad. Mind you, the most third-party controllers are pretty good now, I've noticed. Like, yeah. uh, there's one brand that, uh, I'm not sure if it's, it's the same in, in other countries, but in the UK, like, probably the best third-party brand is one called Power A. I, yeah, that is a pretty good third-party controller brand, and the only difference I think you have is in like the lifespan of it. But mm -hmm. considering it's a third, if not a quarter, the price of a proper Series X or Xbox One like Elite controller, um, depending on the one you get, they're solid. Like the triggers feel proper, the sticks feel good. It's like ninety-five percent there. So, third party gets a bit of a bad rap sometimes. Yeah. Um, of course, if you want like the best of the best and the, or the customization, so like adjusting trigger travel, you can't really go elsewhere um, than like your elite controllers that or custom controllers that cost like a hundred plus. Um, but you can get by. Like you do not need that to be like good. I'd say you don't need that to be that good. Yeah. I actually wonder uh, what controllers do you guys use again? Because I use the series, so the the hated one. But I haven't I haven't used anything better before, and it was an upgrade from the aftermarket one. So I mean, mm. I got know. a I think like an aftermarket uh, series mm. one. Okay, yeah, the one is better, apparently, because it has like longer triggers. Mm. I only yeah, bought the. I, I have found that the triggers are kind yeah. of short. So the big problem <laughs> oh. with mine is the dead zones. Oh, um, that's if, that's one thing that I have. I will give credit um, is that you get a third party controller. Uh, about twenty five percent of your trigger travel is just dead zone. So like your initial push and then like the final push, mm. it's much shorter in actuality than it is like physically when you're pushing it. You can adjust to it. You can get used to it. Like and you can like a hundred zero on your dead zones in game, but. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. 
I only bought the series because I saw, first of all, that it was newer. And that was like, I'm going to buy it for cruising, guys. I'm going to cruise in FH5. Because that was <laughs> oh, like, yeah. when I, that was cruise, what I started baby. with. That was like, FH5 is actually my first like proper racing game that I like played for more than a couple hours. Exclamation mark cruise. Yes, exclamation mark cruise rules. <laughs> so I bought it and I cruised with it and I enjoyed it. I actually played, played, raced first without vibration at all. And then I switched, when I switched to ABS, uh, ABS off, I just uh, mm. turned vibration on. And then I started hearing about this controller being like very bad uh, from people. So mm. I don't know. Is there an advantage even? Warner, what are you using? Uh, I'm on the Razer Wolverine V2. Okay. That that should be a good one, yeah. right? It's there. It's probably pretty good. So I have, yeah, I have the, the fancy, the RGB. The fancy, and... okay. Yeah, the RGB definitely has... makes it quicker. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The one thing That's that I intense. like about the paddles. Yeah, it, it literally is. The one thing I like about this though is the higher up thumbsticks. Allows for a more oh. precise of angle going into corners and stuff. It's for longer fingers. I actually would like that a lot. Hmm. That's the one oh, thing I like about it. Oh, you mean and higher and up as like more protruding? Like the physical height, yeah, the yeah. protruding oh, from yeah. the controller body. That's amazing, what? Yeah, so if you look at this, uh, you can actually take it off and it comes in different heights. Oh, and it that's literally really good. just slots back on. It is actually uh, really good. So um, I have the smaller cool. ones in the box, but I use the higher ones because if I'm going on to a shooting game, I get more of a, it, you can basically turn more. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a precision of not only driving, but on most games, it's just more accurate. You don't, sometimes you don't even have to move the stick all the way over. You just have to slightly lean it. Makes sense. And yeah. you'll just go around. Mm -hmm. That's really cool. But it's really then, good. Yeah. And then nice. of course we have keyboard, which I still don't know how people it, do it. No. Well, there, there's tech <laughs> almost, if you think about it. So. Yeah. There's like input acceleration for keyboards, so it's like it's not zero hundred, it's like zero yeah. and then gradual to a hundred. So well, when couldn't. people like feather the steering or feather the throttle, they're actually doing it at such a frequency where it's like fifty percent or seventy percent odd. Um, mm. it, it's like I, I studied this for a bit because I remember having a, a good debate uh, with a class about. Oh. Um, yeah, I'm I'm bringing in some of my classes. Um, I remember having a debate one time about um, how you can play games with keyboard, mm -hmm. and we ended up talking about this for like an hour and a bit. Uh, but it was all about like how keyboard can be precise if you just like manage your inputs and feather it in a certain way and yeah, tap furiously. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, <laughs> some of them were just saying it's like, well, well, how do you, how do you sort of do this? How do you sort of quick turn and how do you do this? And it literally just boiled down to like, smacking the keyboard. Yeah, but it does make you, it does make you smoother though, right? The game, it kind of like, yeah, uh, gives like, you a, a bit of a boost to smoothness. Mind you, that, I... the game does that for every input. It's mm -hmm. not just that; it's controller and wheel too. Like if. When you hit yeah. controller, you suddenly steer left and right. The game yeah. takes time to actually like steer your wheels that direction. Yeah. If you did, did didn't I, have yeah. that, it would be something like um, if you ever played Car X Drift. Uh, no, actually, I've no. seen a lot of it. I've seen, yeah, yeah I've seen some of but it. But it has like a smoothing mode, and you can tell what the game is doing because you have like a little white bar for your actual inputs, and then 
you have in that the bar, the steering bar that actually fills according to what the game is inputting, if that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you might yeah. snap left to right, but the game is actually keeping it smooth at like about 20, 30 percent angle. Um, like the steering, it, it like it, like steering assist. I think it literally is called steering assist. But if right. you turn it off, it is as if that smoothing was removed, and it's so volatile and so snappy. It, it's it's not fun. Yeah. So the game does I... it anyway. Fair enough. I don't know if I told you that, but I did try placement on keyboard and wheel, Ooh. and wheel was fine. I was like, I was like less than a second slower than my PB. For some reason, I don't know how. But with keyboard, I could not drive. Like, I could not take a corner. I don't know how. I'll so hold bad. my hand up and say I'm actually guilty of playing a lot more racing games on keyboard than I'd like to admit. I used to a little bit, but not much. Yeah, like I played a bit of Crew 2 on keyboard. I played oh my God. a bit of H5 on keyboard <laughs> when I lost my controller. It was broken for about a week, so I played it on keyboard. Um, I play... Well, Trackmania on keyboard is like a given, um, but a yeah, lot we, we of games, too. a lot of games, um, mind you, the, the covers have been pulled off on the new crew now, Oh, uh, properly, um, okay. it is, it's, it's properly announced and stuff on, on Twitter and everything. Oh yeah, I've seen actually, what am I saying? I've seen <laughs> I am, yeah. um, I've got to say, I, I, I'm two minds, I was... In one hand, kind of critical of it because the crew, I remember actually doing an article on this. Um, it feels like it's trading in like it's major USP. So like mm -hmm. the whole map of America was kind of its thing. Mm -hmm. And now it feels very Horizon-y. Um, it so, looks like a mobile game, if I'm being honest. I'm I, sorry. I don't, I don't agree on that one. I think that it's cartoony for sure. Like it, okay. it's very arcadey look, but... It's still got good visual fidelity. Like there, there's a lot of um, uh, footage that's been sort of handed out to creators, um, and a lot of that, like it is, yes, very almost like vibrant cartoon style, but not like mobile gamey. There's there's still visual fidelity to it. Wasn't there a mention of like racetracks or even like F1 cars and pit stops? Yes. No, that that's in the game. Um, what? What? Like uh, what? <laughs> there is. Um, I think. I, I think there is. Like actually, um, like proper F one cars and pit stops in the game. Actually, Damn. I think. Did I see a tweet about this? Um, let's have a look quickly. Because uh, to be honest, I I thought it was gonna be FH FH five part two, but with this, I mean, if it doesn't, if if this doesn't feel completely you know um, yeah no um the um the red bull yeah. like the actual the rb18 is um wow so That's they've cool. got proper pit stops the red bull I, I red bull loves the crew because they had the rb i think it was 16 then mm -hmm. yeah the rb16 the rb15 uh and the disruption edition so like you know the the white and blue livery one yeah i remember yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah, I that was mwah, chef's kiss. But yeah, the proper I'd call it like the proper motorsport experience. Motorsports, not motorsport. Um in terms of like actually having pit stops and grip. Uh that is coming. I wonder how that's how that's gonna work in a game like like the crew. I, I think that if they can find that good balance of like being arcadey, um not like 
Mm-hmm. So like I expect basic stuff. So like as your tires get more worn, you have like less grip or. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think if they find that balance of it being arcadey um, versus like realistic, so yeah, you have like grip drop off, but it's just like a almost like a linear meter kind of thing. Um, yeah. I haven't had a chance to look through the whole creator footage segment because I think it's like half an hour of footage. Um, but I think if they just like keep it simple, say like, look, you've got tire life, your, your grip drops off linearly. Um, and so, and you come into the pit stop at least once fair dues. I think it'll be fine. It could be good. Well, honestly, I'm not feeling it, but I guess I'll, I'm, I would be very happy to be proven wrong. Very I'm willing. Happy. I'm willing to give it a shot, uh, if nothing else, to see how it stacks up. Because any competition in that space is good. good. Yes, and um, good is good. So even <laughs> like even a uh, like a, a six out of ten with some good ideas will light the fire under the team in charge of Horizon to keep up the quality. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, I mean, every, and any competition is good, and we're we're get to we're gonna get to um, FM8 in a while. I wanna probably, I mean, obviously. Mm. Um, so but I kind of wanna. FM8. <laughs> yeah, I kind of wanna go back to uh, the finale, and I wanna look at D2 results because I'm, I think that's somewhat close as well. Uh, let me see. Let me see, let me see, let me see. There we go. Hello. Okay, so Minju is winning. He is. By a lot. By 26 points. Okay. But, but then you have three people basically tied for second, which is JZX with the numbers, Anaerobisk, and Godly. And, and yeah, and Godly, which is. It's respectively 140 points, 138, 139. And then you have Psycho with 135. Oh. That's some interesting competition coming up. I want yeah, like I wanna see that, man. This is gonna be good. Mm. Yeah, that's this gonna be is fun. Definitely gonna stack up to something pretty spicy, I'd say. I wouldn't yeah. be surprised if we see traditionally defensive drivers really get the elbows out. It's a shame we don't have Hog who casted the D2 Heat one round. Um, yeah. on here to kind of talk about how it all went down. But I expect plenty of elbows getting out. Yeah, and actually uh, it's three races to be able to qualify into Heat 1. So Ardno can qualify and he beat Minju last race. And Minju got ninth in round, round five and he got second. So, I mean, yeah. this could be a bit of a shakeup in the standings. Yeah. If he gets I, first I place love... or second. I'd love to see, though, like a sort of surprise Heat 1 entrant. Oh, for sure. I would absolutely love it. Like, imagine the scenes if you've got a massive, like, jump from, like, someone from, like, D2, Heat 1 or Heat 2, just jumping straight up there. Imagine the scenes, like, the, oh, the yeah. shake up. For sure. Yeah, for sure. I'm, I'm, I want to see that. And, um, I think we're going to. I don't actually know because we haven't uh, um, announced the the times yet. I don't know if it's decided, but I kind of want to see D3 as well, to be honest. Because D3, first two drivers are seven points apart, and they've been trading places the whole time. Ser Peebo and 
Grumba. They've been like battling it out, man. This is gonna be some interesting stuff as well. And that's like the most point, the, the most anyone has driven away with points, because that's 186 points and 179 respectively. That's some. That's gonna be interesting. Yeah. Well, like it's all to play for at this point. We've yeah. had our main calendar. Yeah. It's finale time, and yes, then sir. that everyone knows this on the line now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. the stakes are set, the cards are laid, and it's time to see where it all lands. Yes. And speaking of seeing where it all lands, now I kind of want to talk about FM8. I kind of do. <laughs> okay. And, yeah. Yeah. It's like, where do we start, honestly? Where do we start? Okay, I'm going to start with is. I'm going <laughs> to start with lot. ESV acquiring the green because that's an FM8 thing. Oh, that is a big. Yeah. That's like, a big transfer. I, I feel like ESV are just on a mission right now oh, yeah. to acquire all the top talent because not only for motorsport but horizon we're seeing particular interest because i think they know how much the top brass in horizon are going to be eyeing up fm when it drops oh 100 oh yes and i mean green has been on a mission lately he like appeared in team wars and then appeared in rh and i mean look at him now he went to APR first, or yeah, to APR first. Now he's here in ESV, winning against the, the other top drivers in the league. Like he's been cooking, man. And he was. We've been saying that for a while, but I don't think we're giving him enough, giving him enough credit, man. He's really good at the game, and I'm really happy. I'm really stoked to see how he does in the new one. Like mm. I really am. Mind mm. you, he will need to change his approach, um, won't he? Because uh, he smooth steers, I think. Because he he does uh, drifting. Yeah, yeah. I know yeah. he um he smooths it like he can he can roll and he can smooth steer. Um, mm -hmm. I've seen that before. Um, I'm talking more about like he has been the patron of ABS. Um, I but mean, will that carry over? Is the question. We don't know the ABS behavior. We don't know, but we do know. I am that... I am hopeful that ABS yeah. is the same way that it is in fm because yeah i think yeah. like it's it's not it's a success story really yeah, yeah like everyone given abs slander and said oh it's it's not the right way to play the game but no you handle it with skill and abs is just as fast if not faster than without like green is that success story yeah, yeah. and fm8 uh, like abs and tcs i think uh, the devs talked a little bit about it and they seem to be proud of it and mm. I mean, in actual race cars, ABS is a thing. TCS yeah. is a thing. Although I, I think we, did we get it confirmed if it was just like on or off or if it yeah, was yeah for now yes they oh. they I think they talked about it like but they ultimately decided to just do on or off. Mm. So we will see. We will see. And, I, I would I mean, love to see it stepped. We'll see. Yeah, like light or heavy. Um, for sure. That would be so good. Um, yeah. Because I think it just. It is a. I think with all those kind of systems, like be, if you were able to adjust, say, brake bias on the fly, or like ABS, uh, TCS on the fly, that is like just almost like a free card, like a free way to introduce like an ever higher skill ceiling. Yeah, I don't. Like, I don't macro, think that's gonna happen. To be the honest, the macro strategy that mm -hmm. you can have within the race moment to moment. It's why for all the flack that I will give 
Gran Turismo 7, if you hear me talking about it. It's like the driving model and how they approach assist, same with GT Sport, because that's when they trialed it, um, mm-hmm. is top-notch. Like, the amount of decision-making and amount of approaches that you can take, like, all the macro strategy with those options and all the extra data, so, like, radar and such, massive, massive, massive. No wonder the FIA and the Olympics are jumping on GT7. Yeah. Although, I am going to agree with chat on this one. And like telemetry and uh, what did you say? Radar, those are good things. I don't think adjusting assists on the fly would feel good in this game. Especially because it's meant to be a controller game and you have like limited buttons on the Mm. controller, obviously. But to be honest, it does seem a bit too complex. (laughs) Yeah, but it does seem too complex to me, to be honest. Like I agree with this take. Maybe mm. adjusting it in general would be cool, but on the fly, I don't know. Seems too much. I don't know. I, I guess it's a like it's up to interpretation. I yeah. I am an absolute sucker for strategy. And oh yeah, same. Like I, I, love, I love to play 4D chess at times. Like, mm. I've I've had times where just for fun, I've I've engineered for my mate um, in a couple of like F1 races Sick. and. It's it's been so much fun, but we've also pulled out some like real surprise results from it, just where we're trying to play like all of these different factors and messing with like diffs and biases and setups. It's still gonna be there, um, maybe not on the fly, but when you've got already in the game such a complex tuning system, I think it would fit to have that level of adjustability in things like the assists um but fair enough to the on the fly part yeah mm. yeah i guess we'll see yeah i uh, guess there's a yeah. lot to be revealed still. like we still don't know anything about multiplayer we still haven't had the game in our hands to know how it feels even um we can only kind of sort of guess from visuals how the driving physics are um the cars do seem to pitch and roll a lot more but that being said it it's it was a road car it was the nissan z in the, the demo yeah um, a lot of body roll it seems like still hmm. hopefully the weight transfer is is consistent um, yeah better than in the, yeah. the other game i i i was worried that that's my biggest worry about the new game to be honest apart from the progression system that they that they introduced which is the most controversial thing that's ever been said about the game probably uh, I'm sure you guys heard, and I'm sure everyone heard. Yeah, uh, I like it. Okay, I'll just yeah, say yeah. it outright. <laughs> I j- I'll just say it outright. I I love that the system is a thing, like is gonna be a thing, but I would love if it stayed in the Builders Cup. I don't think it has a place in multiplayer at all, mm. like at all. I think it's it uh, restricts so much of the freedom that we that yeah. you're supposed to have in the racing in racing games like uh the now very popular hokey tweet that i keep retweet that i keep reposting everywhere uh imagine you want to have some like custom lobbies with your friends leader picks car every race and you literally cannot pick most of the cars because people don't have them leveled like what yeah that's uh, not a hundred percent that that's my take that's not um, is that it's brilliant for the Builders Cup. Like I am definitely a fan of the idea. Like you have that micro progression, you invest into a single car, you 
build that mastery over it. I definitely like the ideas and the approach, and I think for the Builders Cup, it, it works brilliantly. Super cool. As yeah, like, like a, a team, your car. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, it, but for multiplayer and especially for the community league scene, um, I I know I, I made a big thing of this on at, at the time of recording an unreleased article, um, but the league scene and multiplayer they need to either have some sort of mitigation for it or straight up just don't have it related. Like the, yeah. the, there is no clean way to have, uh, let's say, Tora. They want to do a GT3 championship, right? And let's say there's eight GT3s in the game. For one, the tester's perspective of it absolute nightmare either you have eight testers that spend about one to two hours grinding each car spec to then test that individual car and sort out bop like together but these are still different people so you can't really know affirmatively for sure so yeah. really you're gonna have one tester that's gonna spend about 15 hours of prereq time just to start testing Oh, let's say With it's like 20, 20, 30 minutes. Let's say it's 20, 30 minutes to get to level 30. That's still a lot for every that, single car in the game. That is still four yeah. hours. Yeah, 500 still, cars in the yeah. game, let's say. I'm just like guessing. Hmm. And 30 minutes each car. Let's say 30 minutes each car. That's 250 hours to level up one single um, one single of each car. One, or one single car of each whatever. That's English not even hard. to mention, like, you can't... And we got this confirmed, didn't we? That the, it's not assigned to the car. It's assigned to that version of the car. Yeah. So if you buy, like in the demo, they had a Nissan Z, right? And it was like level 19 for their purposes, like they unlocked yeah. an intercooler and stuff. Um, if you get another Nissan Z, you're starting from one again. So if you wanted a power build rocket, and then you also wanted a car that's actually serious for the track, you're gonna have to do that same grind. I think if there's one easy fix, it's changing it so it's related to the car, not the version of the car. Like that that could be- That's uh, a band-aid uh, uh, still. It, it's a QOL fix though. I think that that mm. is something that can at least make it better. That way, if let's say you have a community league that happens to use the SLS AMG GT3 for like two or three different events. Yeah. That way you don't have to do three different level versions of grinding. Um, you can just do one and say, oh, lucky, luckily I've already got this to level 42. So I have all the parts unlocked. I can just do um, BOP on a new car um, and it will be fine. But, but you yeah, hear, you, it, it you needs serious right? looking at. Yeah, but, but you hear us, right? That what what we're saying between each other right now is how do we make it like if it's supposed to be in multiplayer how do we make it not as bad just remove it man just please just remove it it's mm. such a it's such a like apart from gt3s every single car list you want to make for every event you want to do you need to level up each and every car and not even thought i i didn't even mention tunes like how would tune sharing look like or what would yeah. tune sharing look like? If uh, yeah. are tunes going to be, I worry. Yeah, I was actually thinking about this because tunes are going to be level locked. So, yes. as a result of this system, unless it's approached in the way that, um, like the, the the tune is locked, and then you jump back down to actual actual level, but even then, doesn't really make sense. Um, 
tunes are going to be level locked. So especially if you get that one unlucky tune that uses like a part that's from car level 29. Let's say you change, I don't know, you, you change uh, uh, anti-roll bars or... Yeah. Um, did they say they're adding ballast to the game? Yeah, they did. They did. Yeah. yeah. So let's say ballast part. is on level 29. If you have a tune that uses ballast to balance itself out, then no one is going to be able to use that tune. Like, in a, really, anywhere viable. Because by the point you get to level 30 and you've unlocked all the parts, chances are you found a setup that works well for you anyway. Yeah. 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 And I, I've heard that mentioned many times, and in the chat as well. Uh, but rental cars for daily races or weekly races, whatever it's going to be, like in uh, GT7, would be helpful. Mm. But it's still a Band-Aid solution. Yeah. Like, I mean, GT7's system is also a Band-Aid solution. Like, you don't really... I, I don't really... I, I, I don't, I don't want to just uh, speak for everyone. But apart from daily races, there's nothing that's being done like consistently. Like no races are being consistently done because like you ha you need the cars for it. You just need to level up every single car, buy every single car. Just mm, annoying. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I, I guess it's the counterintuitive. It, it doesn't help that in general, a lot of racing games are stepping more and we like more and more into that like being more about a collectathon than mm. actually like having specific cars like cue the nostalgia but you think back to i don't know motorsport 3 motorsport 4 horizon 1 you did not care about getting every car you cared mm. about getting a set of cool cars that could do everything or to fit like a certain condition say you had a mini race you had to grab a mini about yeah. 30k fair enough you may be either stuck with it or you moved on. You weren't obsessed with grabbing every single car. And I can only hope that with the new FM that they step backwards from this collectathon aspect um, to kind of balance it out. Because if they want the collectathon with this micro progression, you're going to get a lot of annoyed players because yeah. that is, if we account for some quick maps, like 500 cars about an hour each to grind that is, is 500 hours uh it was one hour to get all the upgrades and I uh, think no one hour to get hours. 50 i think and no, no, like... it was i think it's like two oh. to three hours to get 50 and oh, then one hour yeah. to get all the upgrades um so just to have all the options available 500 hours of grinding time for that a single is... or a single uh car of each yeah or yeah, a single for, of for each a, car. Yeah, for a single of each yeah. car, it is 500 hours. If you That's have 500 crazy. cars, and by the t you got to think, by the time, like, I, I'm i busy. I have a job. Yeah. I have a yeah. second job. I have technically two and a half. Um, but right. by the time <laughs> I'm actually going to get round to doing, like, let's say I get to car 300, there's new cars already dropping. So... Yep. Part of it is by design because it's going to keep me there. And that's just like the more, not sinister side, but the more cynical side of modern game development. It's designed to keep you there forever for all of the time. Um, but I'm eventually going to get annoyed and say, no, enough is enough. If I want to get every car, if I'm incentivized to get every car, but I have to, in order to truly experience it and play with it, put in about an hour to an hour 30 of work for every single one, 
I won't be able to keep up with that pace. Yeah. I mean, yeah. so we don't keep going in circles. Can we just say, turn 10, please, rethink this, please. <laughs> Think about it. Yeah. Great system, okay? Great yes. system yes and in the right context. For a single yeah. player. It's really good, guys. You did a great job. Please mm -hmm. keep it there. But, <laughs> but either find a workaround or just pull it from multiplayer. Think of something else. Maybe sure. even... Hell, I, I do do an Unbound. Do an E for Speed Unbound. Separate economies, separate progression systems. Ooh. I would yeah, be fine be with that. Me like, too. Like... Yeah. like Unbound single player and Lakeshore online, completely separate experiences with separate economies. If you took that approach with multiplayer, I genuinely wouldn't mind. Like, I will take a compartmentalized campaign with good microprogression and almost like a tour of automotive culture as a separate mode. I would happily take that and then put the time in if it means I have the freedom and ability to join things like whatever Tora, MEA, DOR are cooking up. Yeah. So before I bring up what I want to bring up, this feels very worrying for how they want to approach this game as an eSport. But then they introduced driver rating and safety rating, which is like mm. completely going in the other direction, which is like, yes, we want good racing. We want people to grind for the rating. So I, I feel like yeah. it is criminal um, to not expect it at this stage. Mm -hmm. Like the reputation has not been kind in terms of Forza and its online lobbies. Yeah, for Reputation sure. has not been kind. But so. the weekly races, though, those are happening. Yeah. And this will be skill-based and probably safety rating-based, mm, which yeah. gives me a lot of hope, actually. Even if you have to grind some cars, and uh, even if the community events are going to suffer from that, like the yeah. generic races uh, in Forza itself, Maybe it's even rental cars. That mm. could be nice, honestly. That could be yeah. very nice. But yeah, you take this a step deeper and you have driver rating and safety racing rating. Mm -hmm. um, so that's by proxy skill-based matchmaking. Yeah. Uh, which yeah. is big. Which really cool. Which is needed. Big. Um, and that's going to keep it competitive and clean for the top guys. It's going to keep it like almost like free of issues and rammers and there is still mitigations for rammers like i would i would expect like frr to be tighter in lower lobbies i'd expect uh ghosting uh for rammers to be like hyper vigilant ghosting um, yeah i like, think ghosting should happen in the sbmm weekly lobbies because i don't to be honest um for deliberate rams I think really? that, I yeah. think that the lower lobbies, let's be honest, like I, I approach this from someone with like a if we do like an A to B A to D rating. Mm -hmm. Um if I'm someone who is maybe like C in driver rating and B in safety rating. So I'm not the cleanest, but I'm clean enough. I'm trying to sort out my act. Um if I go into a C rated lobby, chances are I'm gonna have people with low safety. But if I get involved in a, a collision, then I'm not going to be moving up anytime soon. So what? So, up, up until yeah. a certain point, they, there is ghosting. And then after a certain point... Yeah, I feel like it should be the same rating. approach. Yeah. The same approach as like um, sort of how 
F1, the F1 game did it or does it. Mm -hmm. um, I haven't checked out F1-23's multiplayer fully yet. Um, but you had the, the quote-unquote casual lobbies, which had full ghosting on, period. I'm not saying full ghosting on. Um, but it had full ghosting on, period, shorter races, and like less sensitive damage. And then it like built the, the skill requirement from there so you've got all the way to the realistic slash expert lobbies where there was no ghosting to speak of damage was realistic and like races were i think 50 percent distance or something i can't remember um mm. i think that kind of scaling for lobbies would make sure that the top guys still get the top the competitive experience they want like balanced and fairly like realistic and punishing on mistakes which is what you want at that top level but also for the more casual and the accessibility side of things uh there is still a safety net of sorts in place so you don't get any rogue actors at the bottom of the barrel trying to keep you at the bottom of the barrel if you want to improve you have an opportunity to because those safety measures are in place yeah that's a good one i could agree with this one yeah for sure wouldn't question for you wouldn't that cause I know, I know this is thinking the wrong way about a racing game, but I'm just trying to think of there's a lot of people in the world with messed up minds. And wouldn't that sort of bring out Smurf accounts? Oh, there's always going to be Smurf accounts. Smurfing's no matter an impossible what you do. problem. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a problem that like anyone's going to deal with. Mm. They'll be like hitting you and keeping you in a rating. You could be one match off of getting into the... Well, one race off of getting into the top lobby for safety rating and then somebody comes and just ruins your day and just takes yeah. you down all the way to the start and to it could be race after race that there would be people doing that yeah but to be completely honest yeah they're called gatekeepers in games like league of legends but to be honest even in big games where that term is known it's not a thing that happens like i have never met anyone like that in any game i played and it's a very rare occurrence. And the only reason why we hear about it is because people put it on Reddit. Like, it's not yeah, a thing that's going to happen. Content creation gives Smurfs a much bigger platform than they otherwise actually have in yeah. terms of impact. Like, Smurfing is actually quite rare now. It used to be fairly common. There, you, there was a big boom of Smurfs in a lot of games. So, like, Rocket League and a lot of shooters. Um, racing Games CSGO. League. Um, yeah, CS. Um, but it's largely gone away now. Like the narrative yeah. has kind of shifted to where Smurfs used to be like this sort of fun gag. It's like, ah, look at him, scrub. Um, watch me absolutely decimate him. The narrative shifted now. Like you're actively frowned upon as a Smurf. So the mm -hmm. dynamic has changed. The incentive is gone. And mm -hmm. are they going to go away entirely? No. That that's like a, a chicken and egg kind of situation. Um, or like a whack-a-mole but are they going to have that pronounced in impact i honestly don't think so if if the system does its job as well it yeah. is going to mitigate for stuff like that because you're going to have like the super low safety rating lobbies which are like chaos um or you can even have like um and i guess this kind of opens up a whole new topic uh cheater only uh, lobbies, which has been an approach that, that a lot of shooters have taken. Yeah, I'd love that, actually. 
and then, like a rammer cool. only lobby, like even high higher. HBH me, bro. <laughs> yeah, but like higher higher um, elo people with lower safety rating could also get into the same lobbies and just gain a lot less points until they prove they're clean. Yeah, like that would be amazing, I think. And mm. I'm actually in the chat. Um, I can see people discuss maybe fixed queue times. But that would make it so you could get lower rated people in your lobbies and we would have the FH4 win, win race, lose points problem. I don't think that people who actually want good skill-based matchmaking, they would mind a, a bit longer queues, to be honest. How mm -hmm. do you, what do you guys think? Would I, you mind just to get a fair matchmaking to wait like five minutes longer? I, I am kind of acclimatized to that sort of thing. Um both from like hanging out with like mates who are like global elite on CS, mm -hmm. they're waiting 10 to 15 minutes per game. Um, and wow. the same goes for like other more niche titles. Like back when I was playing Robocraft, like ranked proper grinding it out, like Protonium five lobbies, uh, like the highest rank in the game. Um, Protonium five lobbies would be anywhere from eight to 20 minutes per game, like waiting. I would actively like set up a game, like make sure I locked in the the bot I was going to be using, uh, and then I would start building another one. <laughs> I would start building another one, and then once I got the um, the match warning, I just shortcut back to the one I was actually using. But yeah. um, I think when you get to the higher ranks, there is an expectation for longer lobby times. Yeah, so and it makes sense. I'd much rather have the longer the longer time for the better match than not and not oh for sure like i i feel disappointed when i get into a lobby that i know is either much faster or much slower than me i mean much slower is as a bigger problem because i just don't get to learn um it's mm. it's just it just doesn't seem rewarding just doesn't seem fair yeah. for either me or the other people and uh, it's a problem in a lot of games when you mm. get some games where you don't feel like you should be there, really. Rocket and, League has this problem. Yeah, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't mind longer queue times. I really wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, just, a, just a little thought. Maybe fixed race times, but that would also, or like times of the times of races during the day, but that would reintroduce the problem. Hard I feel to like maybe, if you're maybe gonna... less races. I feel like if you're going to make the queue times longer, make the races longer. Oh, so you sure. have more time to race if you're going to go skill-based matchmaking so you can have mm. more of a race with people. Because yeah. three laps is not enough oh, time. Oh, no, not in that race. game. Not in that game. The weekly is definitely yeah. going to be like an hour or something, like half an hour to an hour. I wouldn't... Like, that would be fun. That would be super fun with like qualifying, yeah. everything sick. And with pit stops, damn, this is so exciting. Mm. But would it be annoying if you waited all that time, you qualified, and because somebody's not on top spot or like top five, they just rage quit, and then there's just five of you racing for half an hour? That oh, there's probably going to be a penalty for quitting if there, it's skill based. There will, I, I think, with the dedication they're having to competitive integrity, they're going to have a penalty system for like leaving once you committed to a match, especially yeah. if it's going to affect matchmaking, and especially um, if it's like going to be twenty-four people. Yeah, especially yeah. if it's gonna be twenty-four people lobbies, which uh, kind of, mm. it's kind of disappointing if it's true. Uh, I, if I'm being I am honest. curious though um, as to how 
community leagues are going to if they're going to factor in to ratings at all that is mm-hmm. another question maybe like the, there's some plan cooking from the developers to get like the top leagues actually impacting the ladder um but also there seems to be like a lot of changes designed for leagues and for esport competition like for instance one thing people didn't quite pick up right away is if you look at the driver's cup demo uh you look at the results screen Mm -hmm. there is a new column for team number yeah not everyone picked up on that but to me that says that both you're going to have things like manufacturers cups um but in multiplayer this also means you can have official team designations and multi-class is yeah, probably gonna like be multi-class back. could be on the cards as well That's um true. but it looks like you can have like proper teams and numbers actually like baked in mm-hmm. um which i know it did have to an extent on um fm7 uh but it looks like it's being taken a lot more seriously here yeah like actually everything taken from that game they learned a lot from it and it feels like they're kind of building upon what they the experience that they already have which makes sense uh but yeah i don't know they've had a lot of time to take lessons um they i i like again massive credit they've had a long time to take lessons uh they've had a long time of actually like being in touch with the community that's keeping the fm7 scene alive since the game went end of life um Mm. like being able to have that discussion like you had the tour arrivals event you you've got them working with people like ptg um in multiple capacities um like you've got the time and you, they've clearly had the touch points with the community to where I think that they are taking that a lot more seriously. It's like the esports aspect, especially. This wraps back to what episode three, when we were talking about like how um, FM was going to be much more focused on esports. This is yeah. the evidence of that. Like they're baking in the kind of features and metrics. Uh, like penalties come before the total time on the results screen now they're not just tacked on at the end which may seem like just a weird design choice like switching the two columns around but again it's it's little things like that maybe i'm reading into it too much but it it, it shows that they're taking competitive integrity in esports a lot more seriously for sure that, yeah. me- that, that mention of adding say uh two seconds to somebody who's got a time penalty that you can see it while you're racing it changes your mindset as a driver because now it makes you think do i want to push past him or do i just want to stay stay behind and literally it'll just fall back behind me after the race sort of thing like if you had like two laps left you could be looking behind you going are they going to catch me in two laps time if they do you sort of have to make a move if yeah. not, you can sort of sit there and be complacent with where you are. I hope we actually get some like strategy going. I mean, it, yeah. it looks like we will, but what I'm mostly worried about is the actual esports scene and if it's going to be curated. Because from the single player uh, thing that they showed, it doesn't seem like it. But I think I think we're uh, we're maybe being too harsh. 
to be honest. I guess we'll I guess we'll we'll have to wait and see. Yeah. yeah. That that's a, it's definitely a wait or see. Like let's put it into context here, fellas. We we still don't know anything about multiplayer. Like anything. Yeah. Um so there is very much a very much a unknown like in in a lot of cases so maybe they do have something cooked as like a, in, a median solution for mm -hmm. the um like the, the competitive scene we, we don't know yet yeah. um i think there's also a lot of other things that kind of give me a bit of confidence um so like the frr forza race regulations like they trialed them in fm7 they weren't great let's be honest no um they even i know that a, they had a good idea um but also you had like a ton of edge case scenarios or times where it would be super super aggressive times where the penalties would be so big it calculated they didn't even try to apply um and other really times don't. where like massive cuts would just not work like it would just be no penalty for massive cuts of the track um the, so they were far from perfect and i'm that's actually a thing in gt7 as well um yeah but i think gt7 has had a lot more testing and maturity put in um mm -hmm. so the the issue is like i don't want uh i don't want to see a very restrictive system uh, because I think that there should be some allowances for like rubbing his racing air quotes and like being very tight on track space. Um, I hope that they've done a lot of internal testing to fine tune it and all of this talk of like AI shenanigans will hopefully see it get better over time as well. Um, but I, I do worry. Um, I both am worried, but I'm optimistic because they claim to have ironed out a lot of those edge cases uh, when it comes to FRR. Me too. They definitely seem to have learned from the bad track limits that they had in FM7, so at least that uh, seems to seems like it will improve. I just wonder if um, the actual race regulations will be good. I guess we'll, we'll have to wait and see again, but um, since we're waiting and seeing... Uh, we have something we don't have to wait and see, uh, which is the new FH5 updates. And this mm. is a th this is not being talked about enough. I feel like because FM8 is just so big in everyone in everyone's mind on everyone's mind. Uh, Donut is back, and yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I saw. I guess now I, I actually saw a lot of discourse about the the update. Um, and it was basically two main reasons. It was the one, um, why was Donut not have a more complete update the first time round? And you never know. Like, it's it's one of those things where maybe they have certain content pacing or they didn't have everything ready in time, contract obligations filled up the other months. You can never really know. Um, but the bigger point of discourse um, was the, um, the car pack. Uh, the additional oh, yeah. purchase car pack that got the community very divided at least on social media yeah the community forgets that that used to be a thing for Hot Wheels the Hot Wheels expansion was, was also paid like, and I mean I, well. I think even just looking off from that um, 
where where were these and this is going to sound like super boomery and jaded where were these complaints back in motorsport three and four with the porsche expansions oh yeah exactly where were they because you paid an extra like what 20 quid oh this is five right five euros um, no, no, no. The, the Porsche expansion was a lot more expensive than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember fine. that Porsche expansion. Yeah, there, it was a lot more expensive than traditional packs. Like, traditional packs were like a fiver, still. Um, mm. So, actually, they've been, like, consistent in terms of pricing since the early days. Um, mm. Like, they haven't tried to swindle with inflation and the like. Um, unlike Unbound, um, but we'll get to them. Um, the, the bigger thing is that... Um, like the Porsche expansion, it added, I think it was about 15 cars, but it was also about 20 pounds at the time. Um, That's a lot. So. And 20 pounds used to be even more back then. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't know where this, the, the discourse has come from. I feel like it's a, um, I don't know how to phrase this nicely, uh, but it's like, a, I bought the premium. I bought the ultimate edition. I should have absolutely everything ever. Nope. Um, but to be blunt and realistic, nowhere did it promise that you will have everything forever. It promised, I think it was the car pass, like the welcome pack, uh, the game itself, uh, the two expansions, and like one other thing. Um, but it didn't say anything about like additional car packs after. Like they never marketed it for a second. And in previous games, they've never marketed for a second. Yeah that you you would also get those extra car packs like a year two years down the line yeah it's a bummer i don't mind it as much to be honest it's definitely the outrage has been bigger than, mm. than it's blown deserved. out proportion as it yeah, tends to be sure. in social media circles like yeah. we gotta yeah. remove that bias everything negative yeah. is given a loudspeaker and this removed the spotlight from the cool things that are happening yeah uh, among those are it, or one thing is the donut media update which actually feels like donut this time the test track is back where you can change things on the fly there's barbie cars coming yeah you can i it, think you can I, you yeah. can cha change things change tuning settings there on was the rumors fly. that it was permanent like a permanent edition oh i hope so i would hope so i, I and, haven't got yeah. into the update yet i there was yeah. also rumors that you could do it with other people as well yeah that that as well that as well that's, that's cool big. Yeah. If you've got the testers all in a track together, they could be changing stuff on the fly, testing the cars. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that the other thing, cool. obviously, the Barbie app, the Barbie cars. I mean, the it's the the old Corvette, the '62. I want to say whatever. '52. '52, yeah, but it's but it's electric, the Hammer EV, Barbie edition. And one more thing, but I don't know exactly what it is. Uh, am I? Let me just look it up very quickly. Uh, it's uh, oh, it, it yeah, it, that's it. There's the Donut Media Nissan 240s SX, I think, and then the uh, 350Z. The yeah, and then the 350Z. Yeah. The low um, car. They're, they're not like kits, are they? They're, they're actually like separate cars. I think so, yes. Yeah. It would make sense because previous like tie-ins have been separate cars. So I would fully expect like the two Zs to be like 
Another yeah, Z the, in the, the game, the boys. Exciting. Two, two more Zs. Amazing. That's. I mean, okay. People people asked for it. People were like, "Why aren't the Zs? Why are the, are the donut builds not in the game?" We got them in the game. We're still disappointed. What's what? What is? What does PGG have to do to make us happy, guys? <laughs> everything, everything, all at once. Yes, I I don't care about that thing in particular. But I mean, uh, hey, look, for me, very niche. If you know, you know. I, I just want, I just want Jera's catfish Camaro. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I just, I just want his catfish Camaro. Like, if you know, you know, right? Where are my donut fans at? <laughs> I, I don't uh, watch them that much, to be honest, like some videos, but yeah, uh, we don't have split time still. What are we waiting for, guys? Let's just do it real quick so we don't have to Day go 614 without split yep, time. Without split time. <laughs> it happens. Even, even if, even if, like, when you're creating a blueprint, they just allow you to have two checkpoints at different parts of the map that are just... What, like, unordered? You wish. No, so you know like how they had it in the rally update where you'd see a flag which said split time going up it and you went through yeah. and it told you. Even if it was that like halfway around really. the lap, it'd be better than nothing. <laughs> at at sure. least like if you're pro constantly yeah. running the track, you'd be able to see like, oh, I've gained mm. time on this bit. It, it would be cool huh. to have that kind of implementation. But yeah, split times aren't really split times. We went over it before, how they mechanically yeah. actually work. But yeah. And yeah, we, we don't we want just, to get into it again, right? We just, I, I mean, I'll just, we'll keep it brief. We'll want it back. Um, I've been slacking on the, the SimHub dev updates. Um, a couple of QOL fixes, I hope, are coming uh, when I get a chance. Um like I, I have a couple of QOL fixes in mind, um, but no major new features, because I think I guess I've reached the ceiling almost, yeah. um, and that's kind of a weird thing to say. But with the data we have from the game, we've kind of hit the ceiling of what we can actually make, short of just putting it in different forms. Like I still haven't finished the dashboard layout to put on like mini screens. Um, but short of the track map getting to work consistently, which credit to Fours, um, who is actually like helping run this yeah, like, with us this right episode now. right now, dude is a wizard um, when he's in his element, and he, he managed to really move on the goalposts in terms of um, getting track maps working. But we kind of reached that end point of short of just giving it different visual flares there's not much more that we can make short of making our own custom plugin. There's not really much of anything we can do. That scared me for a second. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't really know. Um, but yeah, it's... We just need more data out. I hope that they expand it um, to like all of like the splits and extra stuff that they've added in terms of like on track tracking when we saw at the Kyle Army um, showcase. I hope that that means more data to us because if I can say like go into spectator mode and I can have custom elements on the screen so I can have let's say uh, green takes um, Eau Rouge and Radion uh, two tenths faster than. Um, uh, TNR obvious does if I can do something like that with the data revolutionary like you would literally be creating TV level broadcasting seems like a lot though 
like that's something we want like you can even do it with f1 at the moment and f1 is not the most simmy of sims it's far from it i mean the red flag the feature that they've been touting actively breaks races at the moment so Mm. oh that's good yep yeah it seems sounds amazing (laughs) that's always good i guess again (laughs) we'll have to wait and see you know what else they mentioned um that the game is or like they are taking cheating seriously in the new game which actually makes me so hopeful because if that's correct if if they're we need proper and yeah that's true that's great that's a big w i love it thank you very much Mm. uh yeah there yeah. i mean yeah this this past 12 to 18 months has proved that pretty much every game with a multiplayer element needs watertight anti-cheat like sure. they just need it so we saw it a lot in the f1 space uh even not even like proven cheating just allegations and then in horizon and then motorsport 7 had its own like mini controversy recently uh with an event of cheating in i think it was like e-motorsport championship yeah yeah they had their own mini issue with cheating and yeah like i'm glad that they're taking anti-cheat seriously because f123 all right Side note, I'm ranting here. F123, why did it not have anti-cheat properly at launch? EA and Cody's have just stated they're looking into anti-cheat for a post-launch update. You would think that yeah, would why? be there from launch. It's yeah. so that important. is like one of their priorities. Yeah. It's almost Especially something that should be given provided. 22. Very important. Like mm. everything that was said about like people from outside of the F1 community most of what they heard about F1 esp- or F1 esports was about cheating. Isn't yes. it a no-brainer to just get on that? Yeah. I, I feel it, like it, it is. You would think that... I know it's not pretty. I know it's not a glamorous headline to have in an update and like a big marketing feature. But for the people that care, it is such a core thing that you need to have. I wouldn't... I wouldn't complain if every game with multiplayer had its equivalent of like Riot's Vanguard uh, or VAC. Um, I know that people have their complaints that it's very aggressive, very intrusive, especially if you've seen CS2, um, where players now get live banned uh, in matches. Um, I would not be upset if we had that kind of system in racing Me neither, games. at all. Because... This is a big problem, and this needs to be taken seriously because you are not just painting your game in a negative light if there's allegations of cheating or even just not good countermeasures against cheating, but you are painting the entire genre, the entire esports scene as a collective in such a, a bad way. Like yeah. Fortnite had its had a cheating converse, uh, conversation and controversy in like a recent LAN. Uh, F1, Forza's had its share. Um, I think iRacing had its, like, but that was yep. more around exploits. Um, esports in general is, and I'm very passionate about this. Got yeah, cut me Duty. off if I'm going too long. Um, CSGO, remember the cheats in, mou- in mice that people yes. brought with themselves? God. That as well? That was, a, that was a big one. Esports is just, it is not, in terms of PR and optics, it is not in a good way. 
Oh, the, for sure not. The robustness of the competition, the integrity of the competition, and the integrity of the entire space is being put into question. Um, mm. Between yeah. that and things like crypto sponsors uh, being treated as like the new tobacco in terms of like brands, um, yeah, gambling, gambling, esports as a whole is not, not in a good place right now. For sure, taking and big hits. I both want developers and like developers, publishers, game companies, and like esports orgs alike to work together to fix it. But I can also, as depressing as that sounds, understand why not all games are leaning hard into the esports direction when this is the current landscape right now. Yeah. 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 I can't really, yeah, I can't really disagree. It's a very good take. And if we want to fix esports, because, yeah, a lot of games has, have been, have had issues, not only with cheating, but also with, uh, well, competitions like the League of Legends Championship Series, they have been struggling with money lately. Uh, teams mm. have been pulling out. Uh, the same has been happening in, in other games as well. Yeah, and like, I feel um, like Chengdu Hunters just pulled out of the Overwatch League, and that was a big Oh, yeah, game. that as well, Ooh. that as well. And to be honest, I do I, do I blame uh, Turn 10 for not emphasizing the esports aspect of the game when these things are happening? Well, yes, I, I I will I still will, but like not as much as I as I not as much as I would normally, you know. It's just the case of it's just the case of hey, let's focus on the things that are that is that are not controversial, and then mm. we'll see where this one goes, and we'll see how it actually, you know, how it affects us before we start uh, buying into that. It wouldn't be remiss to say, let well, again, not a numerical title much longer term experience it would not be remiss to say like for the first six months to a year they're just focused on garnering that more casual like middle of the road experience and then by let's say year one onwards is when you start to get the bigger manufacturer support um and like almost like you saw with forza rc um with lamborghini um it's like further down the line they bring esports back to the forefront again i think that they have the frameworking there and they're kind of building to have that in some capacity and make it easier for themselves mm -hmm. um but i both am upset but understand how with like the car point system being universal that that isn't necessarily their core focus yeah they're just like possibly just uh you know Holding, holding on to um, the, any information they have about the uh, potential, potentially more competitive things. Because let's be honest, Watching it's still a yes, it's still a competitive game, and it will be no matter how much, uh, how much uh, turn ten try to make it casual, it will uh, have way, way more competition that than FH five or FH four or whatever ever ha ever had before. And they are probably prepared for that, but toning it down or trying to tone it down artificially, I don't know if that's a good move. Even, mm. with, uh, even with the PR that esports have um, or has had recently. I don't know. I don't I know. Think, I think that in terms of... Uh, to take it from the perspective of the developers for a second, mm. 
I think that they're looking at the wider market space, um, taking a look at, right, what do our, what do the majority of our fans want? Um, what do, like, what does the competitive community want? What does the casual community want? What does the drifting community want? Um, all this and all that. Um, and they just kind of going with like, what is of most mutual benefit? So I, I think probably the biggest requests were something to the effect of, we want a better career mode. We want yeah. a career mode that's more involved um, rather than just like, and, and in fact, like I remember drawing this exact comparison, Motorsport 4, again, um, you had the you had the campaign, right? And the campaign started you off in basically the equivalent of the Flintstones car. Um, but then you traveled around the world. You saw yourself traveling around the world, gradually going to different and higher skill events um, and like building yourself up. Like you, you got to see that progression. You got to see the theming as well. Like if you went to um, a track in Spain, chances are you would have a European themed uh, events there. Or if you go to the event list, which was kind of like the workaround for what if I don't want to race at Catalonia or Suzuka, um, you can pick whatever you liked. Uh, I think people were looking at that, looking at FM7 and saying, well, now we've just got the event list. We haven't got the progression bit. Uh, we've got points, but it's arbitrary. Yeah. Um, so I think I mean, a lot of the complaints came from there. And I think the Builders' Cup is a good middle-of-the-road solution agreed. to that. Um, I like especially, the idea. Especially considering they did say that they're going to be adding more cups as more cars come in and as more combinations become available. So that's almost like the equivalent of the festival playlist. Yeah. I think that that is could our... be a fun middle ground as well. If they made yeah. it, if they made some of it uh, multiplayer as well. Yeah. I think like that is our festival playlist. Um, yeah. Actually, I think that in one of the screenshots, um, in one of the screenshots that I took from the tour, um, I think there was a co-op button somewhere. Yeah. There, there was I, I a co-op I think I remember. Button. Yeah, 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 yeah. There was, there was, there was. It's hence the teams as well. I think that was somewhere yeah. there, like be, yeah. before they showed the finish screen. That's really cool. And I think I there's, hope a, that's a, there's a lot of options. I think if nothing else, they could really nail the career mode here. That's the one thing I'm definitely looking forward to. Yeah. And yeah, multiplayer, I'd say we've had our piece. Let's, let's reserve our opinions because they might have a system in the works to kind of appease both sides, if you will. Yeah. I'm, let's wait for more info. I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm cautiously yeah. optimistic. Speaking of teams, you know what has teams that are optional to get into, but it has HTCC, Hokies thing. Uh, season one has been revealed yesterday, I think. Uh, it, it was um no it, it was it was on the Sunday it was oh, actually right ago. after round six yeah true 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 yeah. you're right and it's finally going public I'm actually curious how it's gonna is it seven lobbies six lobbies mm. six lobbies max uh, same cars same regs I don't know if it's the same tracks but to be honest it seems like the competition might be a bit stacked because. Uh, we and GRT are preparing to field some players. Uh, ESV people are going to participate, or some of them, I think. I know Green is. I don't know if Eclipse wanted to participate. Eclipse but, is in there. 
a lot of people are going to participate. And to be honest, I'm very stuck to see how this all goes. Because it's not for everyone. It's front wheel drive. It's slicks. It's only two cars. But the close racing is there. So, you know, that's, that's definitely something it's, it's to watch. It's what? The, um, because it was the MG and the Lincoln Co, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those two. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm super hyped for it. Hokey, if you need a caster, call me. <laughs> I think it. I think it's himself. But I mean, guys, guys, Hokey, Hokey, Hokey and Sappy cast. Sap, yes, co-cast. Just do it. Amen. I'm telling you, Amen. just do it. Well, if if the timings work, that is, if the timing works. Um, but no, I'm I'm super hyped for it. I know that they had like a limited season zero kind of as a test bed to see how it all worked. Yeah, it went well. And the feedback that I got, like having my ears to the ground was that it, it was really good so i'm definitely excited for hccc and i'm just happy to see more leagues in the space like yes i'm always going to be happy when a new league comes along and even if they're not doing like if they are whether they are or not doing something like wholly unique just the fact that there are more leagues in the space means that there's more for people to do and there's going to be like competition and like again bringing out my cynical marketing hat marketing hat there's going to be competition to do your stuff the best like which is going to be great for everyone involved everyone ups their game the whole scene elevates itself and a rising tide raises all ships yeah could be fun yeah like, more, more stuff coming around for mm, sure yeah like to keep it a buck for a second the existence of Legends Q has is kind of made us buck up our ideas on the blacklist ah, in Street Wars. Yeah, we but, are still we still uh, need to talk about how it's gonna go. We'll yeah, see. but I'm, it's I'm like excited. that kind of thing is is what you want. Like as annoyed as I may be at times, it's like err. Um, it's it's overall great because people are gonna have more to do, and the events that are there are gonna keep getting better and better and better. Yes. And we are actually not going to talk about the offseason or LQ this time because we want to like fully reveal everything first. I feel like that's only fair, right? With limited mm -hmm. information, we don't want to speculate, especially because me and you know what we're speculating about. So that's kind of like, what's the <laughs> point? <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> we'll see. We, uh, we don't. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the rest of you guys don't, but you will soon, I promise. I promise. It's happening. It's coming. <laughs> That's one way to do it. Yeah. Albert, yeah. try not to leak challenge. Yeah. I'll I'll leak one event that I already leaked. That I'm pretty sure it's the only event that uh, you couldn't really make out from the trailer what it is. The knockout event. Basically, imagine Trackmania Cup of the Day. Um, that's all I'm going to say. I didn't oh. do Trackmania Cup of the Day, so I don't know what it is. I didn't either, but I... I, mean, I love Trackmania Cup of the Day. Well, can you explain? No. no. Oh! No. That's it. I want to know! That's the league bump for today. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you get. That's all you get today. That's all you get. Uh, I love these. It's so much fun. Yeah, I love that as well. I, I've been missing this. Even though it's only been two weeks again, it feels like longer and longer, uh, a longer wait time every single time we don't i think don't it's because really... we had like all the news drop and like everything kick yeah. off um i mean the, the monthly spot hello was, the monthly yeah, spot 
Yeah, you kept <laughs> yes. that quiet. That happened. That happened. That oh, that's way. all you've got to say. Just oh. that happened, I guess. It, it was a thing. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm very surprised that we were approached this early in RH's life. And I mean, that just speaks. Uh, well, that only that only says a lot about how far we've come as a team, to be honest. And I'm, we really appreciate getting got that spotlight. Was it kind of in the middle of the season? Yes. But it was also on the stream with Forza Motorsport news. So there were a lot more people than usual. Yeah, and we you got, got to reveal two lottery. things. That oh, was yeah. a big that was spot. A freaking lottery. That was a massive yeah. spot. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm going to answer. Of course, it's getting approached. You, just, you don't just go ask people. You don't, like, who are you going to ask? Are you going to just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to message Bill Gates. Hey, can I go on monthly? Yeah, that's not how that mm. works. Yeah, like without going too much into it, it it's with the, just this kind of stuff in general. Just any time you go on something like a show or a podcast or anything of that kind of nature, it's not you asking around. It's people hear about your stuff, are interested in you, and then hit you up, not yeah. the other way around. Like, yeah. and and th it works on the same principle for basically anything media related. Yeah. So yeah, we're. I mean, obviously, we're very happy to have been on the show, and I think it went well. Uh, props to the production team for actually cutting up the interview well and made us look better than it actually was. Uh, no, it was it, good. It was. It was really good. And well, the trailer was. Both trailers, if I do say so myself, were amazing. And I. I think you guys liked it. People liked it. Uh, so, trailers yeah. were fire. Oh. When I saw it and I was like, oh, trailers. My instant, when I saw like seven cars all racing close, my instant mind went to, who are they? <laughs> who are they? For me, who are the seven drivers? What are they doing? Who were yeah. they? <laughs> For oh, me, were it sessions. was the transition on the Legends Q trailer. Just. Oh, I I, I, well. I don't know if there's an official term for it, but do you guys ever have it when you like have a really good piece of music you're listening to and you physically get goosebumps? Yes, have you, have I have that as that? well. Of course, I. Yeah. That's the That's the best feeling, man. Yeah, that moment, I got the goosebumps. Yes, the music. It, it, it's everything. like the equivalent of like when you're into a really good game and you you do the lean, like you yes. lean forward. The gamer lean. The lean. <laughs> Very the, few the, games cause the lean. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the let's get serious now lean. Mm. Yeah, 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 it's amazing. Yeah, so it makes us really happy. Obviously, like. I just we just couldn't stop smiling throughout the whole thing. Really amazing. I mean, ho I hope we can be back for uh, Motorsport, but we'll see how that goes. Mm. Uh, you know, the best thing that came out of that is they're looking into competitive order a little yes. bit more, yes. and that's the thing that we want. We're not saying devote all your attention to the competitive side. Just have a look, see if you can help us out from time to time, which they did with the Blueprint stuff, which was a they massive did. help to everybody trying to do a little bit more competitive things on the game because it's keeping the player base there, and that's what they want. And exactly. it's massive. The long, yeah. yeah, the, the long-lasting player base is, well, it's here. Yeah, You yeah. heard it here first, lads. I mean, not, <laughs> not first. Everyone's been talking about it for ages, but yeah. You heard it here for the millionth time. 
Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like we iterate this to some degree or effect or like pretty much every episode, but yeah. your hardcore competitive guys are going to be your biggest spokespeople and your biggest champions. So yeah. it's good to see they're being considered and being kept happy because it's those kind of people that will sing your praises and get your casuals on the game who are maybe on the fence. Yeah, that, that's yeah. that's the, the praise I'm going to I'm going to sing uh to to the competitive community always just if the competitive community is happy if the if the hardcore community is happy the the whole vibe of the of the game is just better yeah I'm, I'm, it's it's just that and more yeah. casual people get into the competitive community because that community is happier and therefore well less toxic because some communities can be very toxic i don't feel like fh uh, like fh5 community is uh but yeah just make the community happy i said the word community so many times that i'm not gonna say it ever again in my life but yeah just make them happy yeah i will say it's important to be careful not to lean too much into like specifically like hardcore competitive um we've seen it in the shooter genre um a lot that they're focusing uh too much on the esportsy feedback than the whole game experience um and that has caused problems uh in terms of everyone's like enjoyment of games i think like if you wanted some examples like i think cod has had this to a degree uh whatever the heck ubisoft are doing uh what's what's the name of it um they had like a shooter it was a tom clancy game and then they pulled it because it wasn't tom clancy um but it's like meant to be an esportsy type shooter but it's just that Focusing too much on the esports can be bad. You want a balanced experience um, yeah. for everyone involved. So yes, keep the competitive, the hardcore guys happy, um, but not to the expense of the the majority of the people. Um, I guess it's just finding that balance, which is the hard part of game dev and responding to feedback. Yeah, sounds uh, yeah. sounds about just about right. I feel like we could go on that for like a whole new episode yeah, if we I, wanted to. I was going to say. Hey, by the time we have our next episode, um, quite a few developments. I mean, we should see uh, hopefully changes being finalized on um, Street Wars Season 3. We'll be very close to the finale of um, the finale race, uh, which will be revealed by that point for our age. Um, it'll, it'll be past that, won't it? Us, um, we'll most like, likely we'll be around maybe. it, maybe. Uh, yeah, 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 um, we'll see. I mean, we don't even know the full date yet, do we? Um, but say a lot of movements this yeah. this summer is kind of like the summer is where you get the biggest developments. I'm waiting um, for this episode, man, for the next one already. <laughs> I know, I, I know, I for I can tell you for a fact now, the Street Wars team is cooking, they are a yes. thousand percent cooking. Yep. The same so, for the RH team, but that you know, RH already. team is cooking. The it's gonna I be know fun. The, the the fighter guys are cooking. Yeah, do you know what? Do you know what is crazy? I'm yep. obviously friends with you guys, and you're in big communities doing big things. And you're like, we're cooking this, we're cooking that, we're just cooking. And I'm sat here going, I have no idea what you guys are cooking because I get told absolutely nothing. You have the fresh <laughs> perspective, though. Yeah, that's uh, that's because we've we are discussing what we're doing and we're just very biased. And you can have this opinion uh, of someone who's just seen it for the first time, 
and it actually yeah. feels like it actually feels like a very healthy thing because uh if if it was just three admins or three staff members we would just be going on uh in a circle jerk you know it, it, just talking about say, eco, echo, cha circle echo chamber yeah <laughs> yeah so i'm cooking for i'm cooking for street wars Albert's cooking for Racing Haven, and Warner's cooking Dino Nuggets after this episode. Yes, sir. Oh, yes. Beautiful note. <laughs> Boys, it's been a fun one. I cannot wait for, sure. for next episode, because you know we are going to be spending so much time just info dumping and gushing over all the hard work everyone's been putting in. But oh, yes. hey, hey, HTCC is looking great. Street Wars is looking to cook. RH is looking to cook. Team Wars is looking strong. A lot of good races coming up. And we'll have plenty in two weeks' time. And so, time can. oh, yes. Same time, two weeks. Same time, two weeks. Same time, Stay two with weeks. us, everyone. Same time, two weeks. Along for the ride. We'll see you folks <laughs> next time. See you in a bit. See ya.